There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Good morning, St. Louis. Wait a minute. What? Where's Tim? That wasn't Tim's voice. Where is he? Oh, please. I have to finish this email, so okay. do your thing. Oh. He's playing golf. Where man. is he? I was I was told he'd be here, and yet that wasn't Tim's voice. Where is he? At the Ascension uh, Thursday qualifier. <laughs> no. Oh, is that where he is? No. Uh, Tim is out today. Scheduled day okay. off for Tim. Oh, and so uh, it's oh. the boys. Okay. It's off tomorrow, too, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was oh. still surprised, though, I'm gonna tomorrow morning. Mm. I mean, I told Jackson I'm going to head out tomorrow about 930. I'm going to go down and do the uh, Casey Party Town segment. Why are you going to do that? I was wondering. You have when, a show here. I, the over-under was at 713 when you'd mention it, and the under smacked. <laughs> who, well, who made that bend? Well, I, with me and myself. Oh, okay. What is it Because you told me in the break room, and I was like, yeah, I, well, I, I bet he mentions it by 713. <clears throat> well, since Tim's going to be off, I just want to let... You, you know, might as well be off, too. No, I'm just going <laughs> to pop out at 9.30. I'll let Plaza do the email today. And now, when you say well, that, that's big of you. like vote, like he gets your vote. Yeah. yeah that's fair. That's brilliant. We have a show here at 9.30. Well, you can get by with, I'm, I'm just trying to cross-promote. You're not trying to cross-promote. I'll go down there and I'll mention, hey, I know I'm not going to tell you not to listen to the Casey Morning Show and listen to us, but you can podcast us, so go download the TMA app. That's and you not can listen why to you're them. going down there. You're yeah, going just, down there to try to fulfill your dream of landing a full-time position with no, that station. I wouldn't do that. There's other people that are more worthy. Oh, like Jen. Know. Jen's in there now with AD. She's doing a great job. And so you'll be going... Will you be there tomorrow for this party town? No, that's why they're asking me to go, because he's in Arizona. His daughter just had a baby. Oh, Mazel Tov. So he's a grandfather for the first time. He's what in is, Arizona. He won't be in, so... What is AD that? asked me yesterday, you want to come in for party town? I said, yeah, I'll come down. Yeah, what is party town? I don't know. They just play party town. What is that? And sing and then... Sounds like someone doesn't know a party town. You have no idea what party town is. You just want to go to that station because you desire a full-time position there. No, I'm just going to hang out for a half hour and then... That's it. Doug? They just, they just play Glenn Fry and then they... Just... I don't know what they do. I really don't. You don't know what Party Town even is. I think they at 9.30, they also do the Casey Court. That's what a, is that? It's a segment where they just come up with a topic and you have to vote on it, whether it's a good idea or bad idea, something like that. I don't know. I've never been down there. And I listened to them. I used to listen to them when Learn and you were on there on my Learn. way to work. What time? At 9.30, I'm doing a show. Right, no. So I can't, I can't really listen to what Court is. And what Party okay. Town consists well, of. Well, I could see how you're excited to go down there since you don't know anything about it. Well, Party Town used to be they would go out and about. They would leave the station early, uh, like 9.30, and then they would go to a different city, like Belleville or Maryland Heights. And they would do a little parade through the streets and do Party Town. All the jocks would do that. They'd be in convertibles, and they'd wave to the people. And there were people there at 9.30 in the morning waiting yeah. for this parade? Yeah, because they would say, we're going to be here today, and they would, people would line up and hang out with them. What municipality would TMA do if we went on Boys on Parade? I'm going to say Lee May. 
yeah, probably Festus. The Twin Cities. Yeah. Oh, we could hit both cities right <laughs> yeah. there at once. Knock yeah. them out. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After. This is the Munganest 7 o'clock hour, like I said at the beginning. In case you're cycling on, Tim is off today and tomorrow. Scheduled days off today and tomorrow. He's fine, but uh, he has days off for today and tomorrow. Uh, so Dan McLaughlin will also be doing Balloon Party today and tomorrow from 10 to 11. So tune in on there on 101 ESPN after our show. Uh, but today, to my right, we got Douglas Elvin Vaughn. Yes, I'm here. Uh, legend. Um, St. Louis, Missouri, by way of Wichita, Kansas. No. Is that not right? I was born in El Dorado, Kansas. Got it. My parents are kind of from Wichita. Okay. So so Crest, the Wizard of Crestwood via El Dorado, Kansas. El Dorado, we say there. By way of El Dorado? Oh, I, okay, I'll let that go. All right. But I moved when I was like three years, three or four years old. Right, but it's still from a part of your journey. Well, it is. Yeah, yeah. And then across from me, we got Darren, the Peoria Plowboy Atkins. Where were you born? By way of Canton, Illinois. <laughs> born in Peoria, Illinois. Oh, born in Peoria. So you are nobody, the Peoria Plowboy. Yeah, nobody uh, in their right mind, unless it's a super emergency is typically born in Canton. Does Canton have a major hospital, or is it? It has a major hospital, and it's been slowly getting better. At the time, though, right. late 80s, early 90s, taking a big gamble. So everybody oh. typically just drove up to Peoria. You were yeah. born in 1989? 1989. You're right. Peoria-made. Very snowy. March 14th, 1989. So neither oh. of you are Missourians. No. Yes, we are now. No. I don't know. Like, Illinois is really... Not a great state, so I upgraded in terms of moving to Missouri. I think so. But Missouri, I wouldn't say, is in the top 15 either. So I'm <laughs> Probably kind, of, not. I've kind of been in a two lower-tiered systems. Well, what are the top five? Depends t- on what you're looking for, right? Yeah, I, I would 100%. What are the Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Let's give our first Mount Rushmore. What's the Mount Rushmore of states? Ooh, um, man. I'm going to say California, Texas, Florida, New York. I'm going to— Certainly be the most populous. I'm going to yeah. disagree. I would go Texas— Man, you may be. You're thinking Delaware, but you're scared to you say are. it. No, I'm not thinking Delaware. I was you're thinking. Hawaii. I was thinking Arizona, the state of Washington as well, Colorado, California. It's a big mountain. Really? Rushmore. You said Texas. No, we have room for all that. <laughs> Texas, Arizona. Texas, Arizona. I would throw Tennessee. Colorado, California. I'll, right. I'll eliminate the state of Washington. Well, Tennessee so has the, some of the the funnest cities. I would agree. Like Tennessee Gatlinburg. was gonna be yeah. in there. Nashville. Here's a Gatlinburg story again. No, just the cities: like Gatlinburg, Gatlin. Memphis, Nashville. There's some great. Chattanooga is a great little city. So Tennessee, Tennessee is on the board city. for you. Yeah, for me. Tennessee, yeah. you think is one of the top four states in America? You asked me. Colorado is clearly in the top four. Hmm. In terms of you get your four full seasons, you have a national park there, you got beautiful mountains, everything 30 minutes from the major city of Denver, Red Rocks as well. Colorado's 100% in there. I, know, I think Texas seasons. is in there as well with Austin, Houston, just Dallas. Seems like it. I don't think Colorado has four seasons. Their their fall is like winter and their spring is like well, winter. Like oh, southeast, southeast Colorado. I guess it just, just yeah, it depends. But they I, they I definitely think get four seasons. I've mm-hmm. been there Texas and, a lot of time there. Texas and Colorado are shoe ins. And the other two Florida? are picking. I think Florida, California. I love Arizona. And I, you're gonna you're gonna look those people in New York in the eyes and tell them you're not on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, best of luck to you. I ain't in. Like I love Lee Sand. I think me and Madison are trying to go to New York in November. Oh, I gosh. just don't see it being. I'm just going personally for me. I, Have I you just, ever been to the Big Apple? I'm not. I'm excited to go. It's an experience. I, I, I'm tar- in terms of living there. I, I, I think visiting that place. Yeah, I think visiting there would be uh, in your cool mouth much visit. more. Yeah, you don't. I wouldn't want to live there. No way. No. And then to my left, I'm finishing up the uh, the introductions here. In case people don't know who we are, Doug. we don't. Yeah, uh, I don't know who some of these people time, are. Baby. We got Ken Iggy Strode, Brentwood Hall of Famer, of course, but now mm-hmm. St. Charles USBC Hall of Famer. Everybody, bowling. Uh, I should probably figure out what Hall of Fame I'm going into. Because I was uh, corrected yesterday. It's oh, actually the no. St. Louis USBC okay. Hall of Fame. It just Not happens. just St. Charles. It's, it's the place is just in St. Charles? Or like yeah, the commission is I don't, is I don't in. know why St. Charles has their own. I guess it's... Uh, where people live in St. Charles and bowl in St. Charles. So but you're not in the St. Charles Bowling Hall of Fame. No, I, I don't know who's in there. But you're not. Well, I'd rather be in the St. Louis. You're in the St. Louis Bowling Hall of Fame. I'd rather be St. Every, Louis. Every municipality have a bowling hall of fame? <laughs> I, I don't That'd think be hilarious. so. I don't, know why, I don't know why St. Charles has their own. But um, It's so specific, too. 
Yeah. Like, how many times did you have to bowl in St. Charles in order to get the... I, I don't I really know. I just, thought it was, I, I just know. thought it was St. Charles, but it's St. Louis uh, USBC. We don't even have it's a different. Somebody element. asked me yesterday. It's different than the, the Bowling Hall of Fame, you know, where Ray Bluth and Don Carter and yeah, Dick I would Weber. Think. Yeah. This is a USBC, United States Bowling Congress. We don't even have a bowling alley in Sunset Hill, so therefore I don't believe we have a Bowling Hall of Fame. Really, you don't? No. Crestwood has one. Yeah. I think they just, I think uh, Mike Bluth just sold Crestwood. Did he? To Mark Brevard, I believe. Oh. At least it's not closing down <clears throat> like a lot of other bowling centers. Well, some yeah. are thriving. Yeah. Somebody asked me last night, have you worked on your speech? Have you? My now, speech. who asked you Who asked you tomorrow somebody, night about your bowling speech? Somebody, <laughs> I think somebody who? commented yesterday. Who? I don't, I don't remember the name. I had like 500 comments. I couldn't. I didn't Flex. know half of them. <laughs> This is a thirst trap. <laughs> Somebody asked me if you worked on a speech. It's like two months away. I'm working on my speech like the week of. And you have that stand-up routine you could fall back on. Right. Yeah, I've been working Tight on Titan five. I've been working on some jokes, but here's one I came up with last night. Okay. Oh, yes. Settle in, Doug. This is what this was because, leading to. Because it's, <laughs> it's the USBC Hall of Fame, which means the USBC. USBC. You pay your dues at the beginning of the year, and you get your USBC card. And So you pay your dues, you get in the Hall of Fame? No, but every every league has to be sanctioned. It doesn't have to be. Um, if you don't care about your scores. Back in the day when I had my, like, 13 unsanctioned 300s, uh, two of them were thrown out, and the other 11 or 10 or whatever – we didn't sanction the league because we knew they were going to throw out our high scores. And basically the only reason you want to be part of the USBC is if you shoot a 300 or a big score, you get the rings and all that. Um, but we weren't going to get them anyway because they, they weren't sanctioning our 300s. Well, who's sanctioning these, these the USBC. 300s? USBC. Who are they? So we just said... Oh! We just said... Who are not, they to deny your 300 game? They're the governing body. Well, so why would they say, no, that doesn't count? They would come check the lanes, and they'd say, the lanes are illegal. Not enough oil? Yeah. Too much oil. Yeah, just block it from 10 to 10, or we were using sure D balls that were very soft, and you just throw it, you could kick it down there and throw a strike. So the, they have guys who walk uh... around, spend their whole lives walking around checking the oil level on lanes to see if someone gets credit for a 300? Back in the day, they would do that, because there weren't a ton of 300s. And when somebody shot a 300, they would either come out that night, somebody from the USBC would come out that night or the next morning and check the lanes. And they'd say, what no. What a terrible they're... job that is. Now, yeah, can you imagine? You got a being... call in the middle of the night. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe your family got some drunk hoser. I just shot a 300. Uh, got to check the, the grease. I hate that job. But now they do it. Now it's just stupid. Now they, they check the lanes at the beginning of the year, and that's all. That's well, enough for me. Well, what the, the lanes can change, but I don't they don't care. check them anymore. But anyway, so we just wouldn't sanction our league. But you, you sanction league, you pay your USBC dues at the beginning of the year, and uh, they give you high score awards, you shoot 300, 800, whatever. But they got to a point where they stopped giving you a ring if you already had a 300. Uh. They would just give you a little chip you'd put that you could put into your ring, take it to a jeweler, Potato and just chip? add a chip to it. So we'd have, oh, look, I got, look, I got nine chips around my ring. I've had nine 300s. They stopped giving you rings. Oh. Uh. What they would give you is if you shot a high score, like if you shot a 700 series. Okay, can we get to the joke? They would, the... Give you, they would give you a magnet. A magnet? A refrigerator magnet that you could put on your fridge. It's 700 series. So my joke's going to be, uh, I said, and thank you to the USBC for electing me. Uh, and thank you also because uh, you always went to the bowling alley at night. And if you, hey, I shot 730. I got something to hang my grocery list on the refrigerator with. That's the joke? Oh! Wow. I was just spitballing it. That was such a long way to go for that. I was just spitballing. I bet the Texans are happy that Tim's out. Well, oh, uh, how'd it go? They got a hate life. And I, I forgot to mention, KG in Town is in the Horton Watkins studio. Oh, hello, Hi, KG. KG. Morning, guys. Morning. Man, Thank was, you for uh, coming, as always, brother. Love being here. Love it. Part-time. Um, that was the worst joke of all time. It's from Turvis Parrish. Well, if, you, if you follow bowling and all the bowlers there know that those were just crap things they gave you for shooting a high score. They gave you refrigerator magnets or keychains. Yeah. Listen, so. listen, fellas, I bowl a lot, and even I don't want to listen to bowling talk. Cut his mic. It's cut his cut his mic. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. That was the payoff. That's from the 830 Recreator. Um, it's just it's a joke in progress. I'll work on some other right. things. Okay. It's not It's not finished. And I don't know where this came from, but I was on Gilligan's Island. Skipper was a great power bottom, but I have to say that Mrs. Hall used to give up dead ass oh. from Professor Roy Hinckley. I don't know. Uh, love yeah. the outfit, Iggy. Go Q's. And uh, great joke. 
Go cute. Are you wearing a Syracuse outfit? I don't believe so. Syracuse is orange, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the orange man. It's just red. I think people in the know in the bowling community are probably doubled over with laughter right now. <laughs> right. It's a it's a jo- it's a narrow cast joke, but those yeah. people who get it love it. Oh, yeah, sure if, they do. If you bowled back in the day and that's what you got for a high score, they're going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I think I still have one at home. I think I'm going to bring it with me and I'll say, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Just throw it on somebody's table. There are a lot of big name comedians who, you know, made their made their name by telling refrigerator magnet jokes. Really? Who? Yeah. I think Rodney Dangerfield, Henny Youngman, that type. Hey, no respect. No respect at all. Oh, there's Rodney. I got a magnet. Henny Youngman, take my wife, please. Uh, featuring... I used to be an atheist. I gave it up. They have no holidays. <laughs> Featured in uh, Goodfellas. I think he plays he himself. Yeah, Henny Youngman. He's uh, well, where was he? yeah, he at did. the Copacabana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, along I with forgot uh, that. Don it? Rickles, Rudy right? Valley. Doesn't Rickles play himself? No, that's in yeah, uh, that's... The Irishman. Rickle, Rickles is he's obviously in Casino as a role, but I think he someone plays him in the in the Irishman. Oh. I, I I just recently watched that SNL skit where and this was I think when Goodfellas came out or shortly 1990? after. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, um, <laughs> and you know that what is it Timmy two times or whatever you get the paper the paper what's his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Jimmy two times. Jimmy, Jimmy two, two times. times. Thank mm-hmm. you. But they had one on the SNLs like Jimmy five times. <laughs> get the paper. Get the paper. Get the paper. To me, I don't know why that's so stupid, <laughs> but yet it's so funny at the same time. There's a good Instagram you can use, uh, and I see it quite a bit. Like if a guy's at a wedding, you know, you can use the audio from things like that. If you see when you like, you can use the audio, then do it yourself. And they'll use that audio. And there was. Bobby the Nose. Hey, guy, how you doing? And they just voice it. He goes around the, yeah. the wedding reception, and it's this guy sitting there. How you doing? I took care of that thing for you. And they just voice it as they go around. That's great. That's a great scene fat, in that movie, though. Um, oh. fat, it's like uh, Mo Black's cousin, Fat Andy. Like we're supposed to know who the hell Mo Black is. Normally, I wouldn't pay attention to minutia like this, but 500 comments over this Hall of Fame thing, the number is actually a smidge over 200, which unfortunately makes me think only 200 women, not 500, have been bedded. Also, happy belated sink vomit anniversary, Ken. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Did you actually count on all the comments? That's pretty sad, even for you, Spicy Wiener. Now, to be fair, it does does tell you. Oh, does it? Yeah, it tells yeah, you. Yeah, it's that. much more sad you were than to know count, this is the sink of I just guessed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, now that he mentions it, I remember early August was the uh, the sink situation. Plowboy sounds incredibly high. It's from Curtis Sanford's oh. Greasy Five Hole. I am. You are? Do we need to expound yeah. on What's, that? Well, anyway? it's, it's no different. Think you put that to bed? Gosh. Icky. I- oh, I'm sorry I said Icky. That's unfair. <laughs> Iggy, who is slash was the hottest guy in bowling? It's from Eric in the Central West End. Oh. Of all time? Probably you. Uh, yeah, I would say in all, of all time. If sure. you wore your Miami Vice get up with uh, that fake Rolex and everything. Mm, no, and I all would, the poppers. Sleeves rolled up. I would say uh, <laughs> Brian Voss, probably. Brian Voss. Brian Voss, um, Ernie Schlegel, who was one of the characters out there. Why do you hate Tommy Tuttle? His, uh, well, he was like a bowling <laughs> ball man. himself. Um, <clears throat> but his wife like make all of his clothes for him, Ernie Schlegel. But she uh, coined uh, his nickname, Brian the Beefcake Voss. Oh, gosh. Sounds right up your alley, Doug. He was good looking. Mm-hmm. Still has kind of for an old man. Hmm. Maybe you and, you and him can uh, link up. He's been on Kegler's Corner quite a few times. Of course he is. Who hasn't been on Kegler's Corner? Anyone anymore? who's anybody right. has. Yeah, I can honestly say that there's nobody that I wanted to get on that I didn't get on. Yeah, of course. And that's, that is why you are a mm. Hall of Famer. Get involved in the program today. You can text on in the EDF group text inbox, 314-881-8625. It's also TMA5, Doug. It's a little mm-hmm. easier to remember that one. Yes, it is. Uh, so you can text on into the EDF group text inbox. You can also call in and talk to KG and O-Town, who's in the uh, aforementioned Sekman Studios today. Uh, well, I would really like some phone calls. I feel like uh-huh. that's uh, something that we really do well when it's the, the four of us in KG. So uh, feel free to call in. Any question is welcome. Uh, you can praise Iggy on his Hall of Fame induction. You don't that's, have to do that. But it would be nice. And, no, uh, I don't need that. You can ask Doug questions about, you know, about what? 40 years in the, in the sports industry. Uh-huh. 
I know Plowboy has takes on uh, Afton Real Estate. So all questions are welcome. All takes are welcome. Text them in, call them in. Just get involved because we love to have you oh so close to us. Uh, and then we'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. And the prize, Doug, you win a pair what of full want? road trip tickets to the factory's second annual beer festival. Brewski Kicks, get your music fix really? this Sunday, August 13th. Noon to 5 p.m. So the winner gets a pair of tickets to that. That's at the factory? That's at the factory. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you know who's playing? Uh, I don't know who is playing. I'm sure I have uh, that in my copy somewhere, but uh, I was just pulling that off. When is that? I've written down. It is on Sunday, August 13th. Because if you're not doing anything Saturday. Ooh. News and notes. You've been honored somewhere? (laughs) Uh, No. I don't know. I think I'm done with the Hall of Fame. No, I I wouldn't count yourself out. Sports Hall of Fame is still beckoning. Yeah. St. Louis Hall Sports Hall of Fame. Right. Cooperstown no, um, might be next. Right. They're talking about that wrestling yeah. that him and Larry did, and you're talking yeah. wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. I always uh, I always complain, not complain, but whenever Learns Band Lane Narrows Second plays, mention, 728. Also, I, also, I always shoot. complain, and then mm. the next sentence is I don't complain. Well, no, I, don't mean, I, don't, I don't sit there and bitch about it. Okay. But I always say to her, why don't you play St. Louis? Whenever they play, they're always out in... Belleville or Granite That's City or somewhere. St. Louis area. No, it's too far to drive. <laughs> for you, but not for other normal folks. And so Lauren I, is from that area, no? I know, but still, I said, well, if you, you know, I didn't go watch it because you're, come closer. Come closer uh, to you. Not that it's all about you or anything. So this Saturday, they got a nighttime gig from 8.30 to 12.30 at Humphreys. Does that count as St. Louis? Yes. I mean, does it count as down well, there? I don't know. Granite <laughs> City doesn't. Yeah. Belleville doesn't. Down, well, it's in St. Louis. It's down by the SLU campus. Well, sure it is. Uh, so they're playing Humphreys this Saturday night. If you've got nothing to do. And I think they're playing outside, too. So you can, like, Is that too far for you? No, not at all. Are you going? Yeah. Now, theoretically, Belleville's like an extra 15 to 20 minutes from there. Well, but it's not in St. Louis. It's the it's St. Not, Louis it's region. It's not even in Missouri. But it's so? St. Louis region. It's part of our metro still area. It's too far to drive. And Bell- and not even Belleville. They play like um, Top Shooters. or not Top Shooters. That's in Columbia. Uh, Columbia. Yeah, that's... They like, don't play Top Shooters. I forgot the name of the... Oh, uh, Copper Fire. They play Copper Fire. That's in Belleville. That's close. It's in Belleville, isn't is it? it? I don't I think know. so. But it's too far to drive. Chester- oh. Belleville is just as close to the St. Louis Arch as Chesterfield is. Not to me, it's not. Well, <laughs> but... The, I can go... I can go, out, I can go out of my complex, go up to Fifi, and I'm in Chesterfield. Right, you, but I'm saying the St. Louis metropolitan area. Well, I said it's too far for me to drive. Okay, that's now that's yeah, if now you live that's in downtown fair. St. Louis, you're hop skipping a jump. No doubt, not me. How's Lauren gonna feel knowing that she, that she, that you don't think she's worth driving an extra ten minutes? Well, I went once. You did go to her last show, the uh, the last KC broadcast you did, right? But the line was too long. Yeah, and I found out that was a line just to get merchandise. I thought it was a line to get in. I said I'm not staying in this line. So did you go in? No. You turned. I couldn't find a place. I couldn't find a place to park. Oh, god! And I thought, look at this line. It's around the building. How'd she feel? That was for the merchant. That was for the uh, limited edition Casey flag. Imagine Uh, her on stage calling Iggy's name out and thinking, "All right, we're gonna bring Iggy on stage. Where is he at?" She probably would have. Awkward silence. Everyone looking around. And someone says he couldn't find a parking (laughs) spot. Well, that's what I said. I couldn't find a spot. And then somebody, Becky Kohler, uh, who's a big Casey listener. Informed me that that line was to get the merchandise. It wasn't to get in. I said, well, if I'd have known that, I just got in. But uh, So, yeah, if you want to do something Saturday night, go down to Humphreys. Humphreys is a great little bar. Um, so I'll go down and listen to some music, sit outside. It'll be a nice night. I think Grub and Groove is that night as well. A lot going on Saturday. Yeah. Can we discuss lubricating Doug's pudding canal? It's from Professor Roy Hinckley. Beg your pardon? I've never heard the term yeah, pudding. Never no, heard. I haven't either. You guys like pudding? Where you at on pudding? I do, yeah. You like pudding? Sure. Yeah. I made a pudding pie on Sunday. Oh, gosh. I like jello way more. Really? Yeah. Any oh. soft food is good when you get to my age. <laughs> this is pudding. It's never been a thing. Gelatin I've, pudding. I've never been oatmeal. into Especially yeah. like tapioca. Ooh. Oh, you don't like chocolate pudding? It's almost I mean, like I, eating ice cream. Yeah, but like... Yeah, it's it reminds me of like elementary school and it was like the weak weak dessert you would get. Really? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Make some pudding, uh get a pie shell. Um which sometimes is just simple dessert, your dessert, yeah. yeah. Is this uh, the recipe section of the show? Yeah, you just put it in for ten minutes just we to this, brown the, we the scripted. Uh, brown the um pie shell, then pour in your pudding and then stick it in the freezer. They get nice and hard, and you can take nice big slices out of it. And there's times you just simply eat the pie shell with nothing got, in it. I got nothing in my house, and I it's just like eating a cookie. Put a little cinnamon on there. 
<laughs> so are you like breaking off chunks or do you take the whole pie crust like yeah. a turtle shell? Just break, oh. off, break <laughs> off chunks, a little cinnamon on there. Hey, guys, I like putting it in Doug. It's from Danny oh, Tanner. Okay. Okay, Danny Tanner just got himself suspended yeah, for the I comment. That would do it. it. was out of line. <laughs> suspended. Where's my pen? This pen's not working. Well, like, yeah, pen for Doug. But oh, I got a big Sharpie oh, here. I got to hold it. There's another one. I can't uh, do a Sharpie. There's another one by the, um, right in front of you, Doug, the black pen right in front of the cummerbund. Uh, Hmm. It gives me nightmares. Pen. That's a straw. <laughs> What's oh. that thing? Well, I thought it was a black pen. Someone Hoover and junk in here? God, that thing is a freaking Look how massive. Look what I have to do to write. I have to hold the top end to force it. Why do you even do that anymore? Why do you Danny even have pens? I mean, because like... it's important. It knocks down some of the stupid remarks. What do you do with those things? You got like Two four of them filled up. Days <laughs> I hope people are watching on YouTube Danny watching Tug Tanner. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> okay, I have to hold the. I have to push the bottom of the pen. Like so you that, got a clubbed hand. Yeah. <laughs> I made a cheesecake last night. It won't feel very. Okay, let's get back to yeah, you. Back let's to get you. back to you, you, you. I was gonna. More recipe section. Jeez, was, we were thrilled with the pudding recipe. Now we're gonna get more, more, more. I think it ended with the pudding recipe. It's not, oh. it's not even a recipe. I just got the, the Jello no bake cheesecake. Um, Jello no bake uh, cheesecake. Yeah, it's in the, the one they serve in like a cup. Is this on the no, books? it's in a box. You just mix it with two uh, oh. cup and a half of milk and whip it up until it becomes cheesecake. And you put it in a. They give you a graham cracker, uh, little crumbles you can make yourself, like with a little butter. I'm not doing any of that I just, I just ever. It, I just put it in a pie shell. I don't want to do the graham cracker. Here's uh, what I do. I go to the grocery store, I buy it. I come home, I eat it. I'm the same way. Well, see, That's I, the recipe for success. Yeah, and you probably pay like eight bucks for a Sara Lee cheesecake. Don't care if that's what Jell-O, I want. That's Jell-O what I'll no spend. bake is like four bucks. But anyway, I made so it. Was, this <clears> is all about saving four dollars. I got to work for an well, hour yeah. and a half to save four dollars. I don't make your money. <laughs> day and age, I don't know. I'm not doing it. I don't make your money. I gotta skimp. Um, <laughs> yeah, your camera. But I was going to bring it in. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> I was going to bring it in for the staff, and I said, no, I can't do it because I didn't cut off a piece. I just took a fork and started eating it. The whole cheesecake. Yeah, like pieces of it. I didn't cut it. So I said, no, I'm not going to do that because I had my fork in my mouth, and I keep doing it. So that's kind of uncouth, so I didn't bring it in. For it's anybody. double dipping. Yeah, it's double dipping, so I didn't do it. Hey, guys, I've enjoyed a Cooking with KG video featuring a plain pie crust dessert. Sup, KG? Go oh. Ox. Go dog. That's Al in Dadeville. Gosh. We'll be on the lookout next week. Ooh. Ooh, I also, uh, I'll tease it now. I got a special guest for an upcoming Cooking with KG. No. Who is that? Wow, wow, wow. Do you want to reveal it now or do you want to sit on it? Doug? You got an, oh. Doug you got initials? Sit on oh, it's it. me? Doug is your guest? Oh, oh, wow. Oh, that's right. What are you wow. going to eat together? I thought, wow. I thought we might make some peanut butter and mayonnaise. Now we're talking. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever had a peanut butter and mayonnaise? Could I have you? not. He's going to pop my PB and mayonnaise cherry. Oh. Hot. So it. hot. Oh, it's good. I, can, I taste mayonnaise. it and you go, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, because mayonnaise, to me, is pretty flavorless. It's more used as a lubricant. Mm. Oh, who loses as a lubricant? Yeah, well, if you have like a deli sandwich and you want, you don't want it to be dry. You'd put mayonnaise on. Okay. There's no like, I don't see like a big taste in it. Now, if oh, you use Miracle Whip, yeah, there's taste in it. Yeah, but it's like slight, and I wouldn't say well, it's super salty. I couldn't eat a BLT with that mayonnaise on it. Don't Why'd say, you say mayonnaise. Like, why'd you yeah, say don't, like don't, don't, don't do that. You put there was a little English. Don't punch up the last syllable. Mayonnaise. No, no. stop it. No, no, it's no. mayonnaise. No, whatever. And it's not vitamin D. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't put ketchup on a BLT, would you? You mean ketchup? <laughs> ketchup. I ain't putting ketchup, ketchup on anything anymore. I'm 57 if I have to. You're but... down on ketchup? Oh, I, ketchup's overrated, You don't put bro. ketchup on a burger? I don't put ketchup on anything. Oh, French fries? I don't even know you anymore. French fries, no. Really? What are you dipping your fries in? Ooh, bro? barbecue sauce. We make uh, Andrea's barbecue sauce. Oh, Bingo, yeah. KG. This yeah, guy we, knows. We make uh, a lot of our own sauces. So, man, I have no need for any ketchup. I like mustard with, with fries as well. You trying that, to put beer cans out of work? You don't. Put, you don't put fries in mustard. Oh, yeah, like yellow that, mustard. Yellow mustard dipped dipped your fries in that. No calories in mustard. Ain't there really? Zero. I know that. Zero. I eat. Uh, I put mustard on my potato chips. See, oh, I like God. that, too, and I like dipping fries with barbecue sauce. Like, I have five other condiments I will take. Like, if I go to McDonald's, sweet and sour sauce, 
the Polynesian sauce at uh, Chick-fil-A. Fire. I, will, I can't, fire, fire, can't, fire. can't confirm that, but I, just, dipping your fries in yellow mustard is some serious cereal. Yeah. I don't know what's worse, you listening to nothing on the way to work, just the sound that your car makes, or mustard and fries. I don't. I would. I'm not, I haven't turned on my radio in my car, and so I wouldn't even know what station it would be on. Does it work? Why don't you turn on the radio? I don't know. I, I'm sure it works, but just the sound of silence, baby. Doritos made a hot mustard flavored chip that kind of tastes like the hot mustard from Mickey D's. Ooh, really? My old hoopty before I crashed Fire. it um, actually had a cassette player in it. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and then it, a, it disintegrated. It was 70. It was factory. It wasn't something I put in there. It actually was an AM/FM cassette player in my car. And I would bring cassettes and listen to them all the way to work. I'll be darned. I still have about 50 cassettes. What are you gonna do with them? Yeah, you don't throw cassettes away. Why not? There's no place to play them anymore. One day I may get a cassette player. Listen, uh, there is some serious support for the Plowhawks mustard and fry. In it's the, fire, in dude. The, in the EDF group. You have to really up. like mustard. Um, Dijon mustard for my fries and chips. Love mustard on my fries. Yep. Mustard as a dip is fire. Ketchup is for children. Thank you. Ketchup is for public school kids and CBC grads. It's I for Mr. Lex. I don't know. See, we make our own chipotle mayo. Best plowsy take ever. Wow. I This is this is shocking. This is a moment for The best me. take is putting mustard on your potato chips? On french fries. Yeah. And also a take, Rick Ross, wrap snacks. Yeah. Sweet yep. pepper lemon, uh, sweet chili lemon pepper, are fire. I yeah. had to, I had to go all the way to Colorado to find these. Oh, they sell that at the on the run. On I Hampton. couldn't, I couldn't find this flavor. <laughs> I, really? I, I, I've seen I, it. I, I see on the run would have been in on Hampton would have been a shorter drive. <laughs> well, I, I'm not saying I went to Colorado for that, but like I went to every gas station. I felt like on the way could not find them until I hit. Colorado. Can you go online and order them? Have them delivered? I yeah. would yeah. assume. Oh, but man, if they just had a better chip, like the flavoring on it's fire. The chip is okay. But if it was like a Lay's version, holy Is it a preference the same thing as a take? Um, a preference? It's closer it's to an opinion. It's a great take by Plazi. So. It's just his preference. He likes, he likes mustard and those french fries. It's still a take. I, I don't chalk like, it up as a take. I don't like tomatoes, and I'm not saying that ketchup tastes like tomatoes in any form, but I just, I'm out on that sort of stuff. I don't look at it as like childish, or I just don't like the taste, and I think there's about eight to ten other condiments that are just better. No, I, had my, I had my... First good tomato of the year, believe okay. it or not, <laughs> last night. Um, if I go to the farmer's market, which I haven't this year, if I go to farmer's market, you can find them. But it, it does nothing against schnooks. I love schnooks. But it's always tomatoes from Colorado. Never any homegrown. And yesterday I was shopping, and the day before I shopped. Tomatoes from Colorado? Yeah, it says Colorado. They grow like crazy here. But this is the first time I've seen Missouri homegrown tomatoes there. Huh. And you were, insist on farm-to-table food. They were delicious. They were delicious. And local. I don't know what farm it came from, but congratulations to the farmer. This is the best tomato I had all year. Congrats. Congrats <laughs> is in order. Uh, ranch is better than ketchup to dip as well. That's from the 830 Recreator. Ketchup is good. Seems like a... I, I hate to be so crass, but dipping anything in ranch always makes me feel like a big tub of lard. Yeah. You can get light ranch. makes you feel a little bit better. <laughs> it's, I didn't used to like the taste of tomatoes either, or, or almost any vegetables. And then as I got older, now I really like them. I don't know if my taste buds went away, so I can't taste how bad they are, but now I really like tomatoes. I love vegetables, man. Like, and I can't believe I said I, I just can't do And I know tomatoes are fruit. I, I get it. But, like, I, I put it in the vegetable category in well, terms sure. of what you put on things. It goes yes. with lettuce, like all that. I put I sliced tomatoes, little vinegar. Miles, he's telling his story. I thought he was not done. anymore, he's not. I thought he was done. Why don't you butt out? <laughs> I put, a, I put a bow on it. I just don't oh, like oh, the oh. taste. Oh, My dad would so eat them with salt and just eat it like an apple. I cannot. A tomato? Yeah, it never caught on as a hand fruit. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, but slice the tomatoes, put a little uh, extra virgin olive oil on there with a little pepper. And then whatever kind of cheese you like. You can get the, the shredded cheese, whether you like cheddar, whether you like the mozzarella. Mozzarella the thing, and put that on there. And just, I can eat that as like a side dish. After what Madison will do the... Yeah, we'll do the big, thick um, mozzarella slices on the tomato and then put that balsamic balsamic vinaigrette. Oh. Little, little uh, caprice. Mm -hmm. uh, gravy on fry, fries rocks. That's from Professor Talk Roy about Hintler. feeling like a big tub of lard, but that <laughs> does sound <Cool>. fire. <laughs> Doug, why don't you go home today for lunch, have uh, just a big bucket of fries with gravy on top of it. I'm not going to. See, we cooked a nice steak. Obviously, finished it off with some Andrea's steak sauce. I cooked. I, I'm telling you what. I, I can I can cook the best mushrooms, flavored mushrooms oh, on the planet. You? So we cooked like 
cut up about seven or eight mushrooms, put them in the skillet with some seasoning and some uh, olive oil. And we had some au gratin potatoes, so it was actually a really nice little quick meal. Nice. A balanced meal at that. Very much you so. You throw a little green pepper in there and some onion, and then you can make a steak Diane. We didn't, ha- oh. we didn't have the green peppers and onion, but I do like the steak Diane, uh, the, all the uh, components in it. Ever make a table-side Caesar salad guy? I'm barely on the salad. Like, I just now got to like eating a salad a few times a week, a month. He's graduated to salads. I just don't like a... the romaine lettuce, so I have to have like a spinach-based well, or a well, kale. kale. Kale's really good. Well, well you can super use Caesar dressing and just use a different Downy. kind of yeah. lettuce. Um, here's a, a tip, Lousy. Next time you do like a steak and you... More recipe. I can always, I always, you can always marinate in the uh, Andreas. But if you do like mushrooms, green peppers, onions, whatever, take some uh, consomme. And pour the consomme into the vegetables and then turn the heat up real high and let it condense into a nice, thick, little brown sauce. No, don't and say just, little brown <clears throat> sauce on and this you show. And you just spoon that right over the steak. Dude, that, that does sound amazing. See, I like any, like, I like adding all the juices. Like, oh, that's what you? we did with, like, a little bit of the extra juice from the, oh. the steak. You just pour it on it. And you're oh. using your hand motions now to describe the technique. Yeah, if you're watching YouTube, you, you kind of understand I have yeah. two hands on my big ass. You know what sounds oh. amazing to me? Getting your HVAC system looked at by Design Air Heating and Cooling. Well, can I hear a little about Design Air Heating and Cooling? All right. Well, this weekend at Francis Park is Grub and Grew, a free-to-attend, family-friendly festival in Francis Park on August 12th, this Saturday, from 2 to 10.30 p.m. All proceeds benefit the mission of a nonprofit that produces the event and supports development in South St. Louis City and surrounding areas while seeking to create meaningful experiences for guests and draw attention to the great city of St. Louis. You'll have music and you will have delicious food from all kinds of South Side locations, including Adam's Smokehouse, Black Sheep, Donut Drive-In, Grace Chicken and Fish, Isis, Plain and Fancy, Holton's Chop House Burger Bar, Mission Taco Joint, and many more. It's at Francis Park Design Air Heating and Cooling, the sponsor of our email of the day and the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Also one of the top sponsors of Grub and Groove this Saturday at Francis Park from 2 to 10.30 p.m. That's Design Air Heating and Cooling. And, Doug, can you tell us about our title sponsor? He's been the title sponsor for almost a decade. He has been. His name is Kelly. His name is Ryan Kelly, and he would like to help you refinance. The average credit card interest rate right now is over 24%. That's the highest it's been in over 30 years. With inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever. Put your equity to work for you with a simple cash-out refinance. The average home loan expert client receives over $54,000 cash-out on their refi. Hopefully that's enough to pay off those credit card debts that you have. With inflation here, people taking on more debt than ever. If you're a homeowner, leverage your equity. Put the equity in your home to work for you with a simple cash-out refinance. Or if you need an original mortgage, Ryan Kelly and his team, of course, are there for you for that. Their customer-first approach to mortgages is what separates them from the competition. They will walk you through all your options and provide expert guidance at every step, ensuring that your loan closes as quickly and smoothly as possible. That's Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, who we shall see, at least I will, this afternoon yeah. out at Hall uh, Oak. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Absolutely. And like I said earlier, get involved in the presentation. EDF Group text inbox is 314-881-TMA5. You can also call in 636-900-4-TMA and talk to KJ in O-Town. KJ, have we got any calls today? Uh, I have not seen any. Got my eyes on the phone. We have not lit up yet. I like the, YouTube, the YouTube chat. Are there going to be three segments today? Because this is brutal. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of recipe of my, talk. It's just the ladies my, sitting around is, talking about what they I'm cook. Gene new, Rayburn. This is news that you can use. The uh, August standings right now for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. I always have trouble when I go the Design Air Heating. I, I, I stumble over it. It's, uh, it's okay. something i got to work on. So the standings for the design, air, heating, cooling, email of the day, that was better. Uh, JV Golf Coach is in the lead with three wins. Kevin Miller, but also Fat Ho, uh, oh. two wins. And then I'm a girl who only likes boys and Buck Swope each have a win apiece. So okay. that's a real murderer's row of yeah. emailers right there. Uh, you can be a part of that by emailing in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. 
Rosang is a one under through one. At the, there it is. Uh, women's, women's British Open. I didn't know oh, where to gosh. go with the next yeah. sent, the next word I didn't have in my in my head, and Rosang was actually what I was thinking about. Because all of St. Louis is glued to that women's. Well, you British should Open. watch her because she is a phenom. I won't. I won't watch it. Where are they playing? Uh, I don't know which course they're playing. Maybe Troon. So it's in Arizona. No, it's the uh, oh, Women's British Open. Got it. I, when I hear Truen, I think Truen North. You mean you're not locked Phoenix. into the Women's British Open either? I personally no, but that's not a shot at those fine ladies. That's a, uh, that's a shot at myself. I'm just not tapped in, I guess. What kind of a sports reporter do you consider yourself? A bad one. Truly. Yeah. No good at my job. But you're a journalist at heart. Mm, journalism runs in my blood, but I wouldn't say that I am as addicted to it as... You, I'm not as hard scrabble as you. No, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't wear out no. shoe leather like you have. I have worn out a lot of shoe leather. Across these Just United from double-checking sources. Well, I saw something for the first time ever <laughs> in a name. There's actually a, a girl in the LPGA, too, I'm guessing from Korea. Uh, Jean Lee, six. She's got a six in her name. Like the number the six? The number six. Sure that wasn't a typo? No. Could she be the sixth person in her family with the same name? I don't know, but I've never had a, seen a name that has a number in it. No, I haven't either. Well, Roman numerals. No, this is just a six. Triple sticks. Triple sticks? Bill DeWitt yeah, the third? Yeah, she's not tell me, the tell six me, no, who's or the third or junior. It's a, There's a number six in it. Okay. There's that. Yeah. Uh, we do have a call. It's about time, Doug. Oh, no. And it's your guy. Who? It's, it's Iggy's guy. Who? We got Biff. Oh. Of Biff and oh, Show. Wonderful. Hello, Biff. Hi, Biff. Oh. Yes, Biff. What's happening? Uh, I, I woke up to a cooking show this morning, sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Seems right Get up your tips. alley. I love it, man. <laughs> Just keep going with the cooking. You, you, you'll, you'll get by without Tim that way. Yeah, you're quite a chef yourself. <laughs> it's our goal. That's my hobby's cooking. I'm just like Iggy. Yep. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Quite a grill master. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What, what's the next subject of food, food stuff? Well, I well, don't know. You're on the phone, so feel free. You're kind of the quarterback at the moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, my, you know, my brother's a commercial food salesman, so he hooks me up with a lot of meats and high-quality things, you know? Oh, nice. You, yeah. You, you do good lobster tail, Iggy? Yeah, they're pretty simple. I just split it open, butterfly, and throw it on the grill. Would splitting yeah. it open also be called butterflying? Yeah. Pretty much. You just wanted to throw that term in to make it sound like you knew more than us about about cooking lobster. I, I, that's what it's called. I mean, you ever seen a pork chop that's a butterfly? Butterfly pork chop? It's split and it's cut open. Yeah. It's like flat. Okay, but well stop saying butterfly. I would never eat a pork chop. That's, I mean, oh, a lot good. of people. Oh, you can't, can you? No, I can. A lot of people just kind of clip the, uh, I mean, I can do it. Take a pair of uh, fish scissors that cuts shells. And you just cut the top of it and then pull the meat up and put it on top of the shell. You can do that. But I like to cook the underneath of the shell of the lobster. A lot of times you do it on top. The underneath is still kind of rare. So that way, if you butterfly, you can flip it over and get the bottom tail cooked as well. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Uh, Biff, your neighbor, Stephen Wildwood, says the media in this town sucks. That's from yeah. Stephen Wildwood. Yeah, man, you can call oh, him. Oh, yeah. Take a half hour. <laughs> yeah, when I go on my on my balcony and grill, he, 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 he sees he can smell my food. He, he yells over at me and waves at me. Now, can you sniff the White Castle from where you are? Ooh, yeah, now we're getting to it. Uh, I can see White Castle down the street, yes. Can you uh, smell I, it? Can you smell it? Uh, yeah. I, I, I go there about uh, every couple weeks, I'd say. I uh, get, really? get a couple, you know. How many can you put down? I'm going to set the over-under at nine and a half. All right. When I was, when I was right out of high school, we did a contest, and I did 20. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, I was gonna say I can eat eight. Now, babe, so you, don't, you can eat at really. Least. I, I think I think when when it's when it's cutting time and there's eight white houses in front of you, I don't know if you could do it. I'm How sure many did I you could. do last year, Plowsy? Like six. <laughs> no, I did eight or nine, but it was also at eight thirty in the morning. That memory popped up on mm. my phone pretty recently. Yeah, you mm. KG is the one who brought the white castles over. I there. mean, in the afternoon, it would be a. Di I mean, that's breakfast. But you knew that was going to be the situation. Correct. No, I, yeah. The bread did a man. Surprise, man. The bread did a man. I mean, eight is, I mean, a burger is only like three bites. Yeah, but they can start to add up. Oh. I, I ate eight cheese castles one day. <laughs> How'd you one, feel afterwards? It was, uh, it's just horrible. Right? I like, felt so bad. I needed a member, <laughs> member of the cloth to talk to when I was done. I just I felt bad I about myself. You're not going to feel good after eating eight, but they taste good going down. 
sure than two hours later when you're sitting on the toilet, you know. Okay, we don't need oh, that good, kind a fart of noise. sound. Yeah, the fart humor, baby. What was that? What was the YouTube channel you watched? Uh, Gilstrap. Gil, I, I don't know why that. Oh, I, okay. Gilstrap. I got two DMs last week sending me videos. Is this who you're talking about? And it's Gilstrap. I said, yeah, Gilstrap. You're putting this guy on. Okay. But if you made any bets recently? Any bets? Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, you got any tips for me? No, I mean, I just, uh, I know that you like to bet and bet heavy, and I think with the Cardinals and the situation they're in, that uh, you might be holding serve. Uh, no, I love going over to DraftKings over at uh, Casino Queen, which is just right across the bridge from downtown, you know. Right. Uh, I love that place. Uh, but, no, I uh, I guess now's a good time, though, because you, 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 you kind of got baseball sorted out for the most part. You can, you know. Yeah, the good teams are better than ever because they just improved, and the bad teams are worse than ever because they just got rid of some of their better players. And the good teams tend right. to go on some long winning streaks, and the bad teams really fall apart. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good time to bet on baseball. That's that's for sure because you know they're, they're they're fighting for the division winners and the playoff spots and. Mm-hmm. Right, Doug. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what I'm <laughs> hey, Biff, uh, KG and O Town and I. We'll be heading out to Las Vegas uh, in 13 days, Doug, a baker's dozen. And uh, what are some uh, spots you like to hit, food spots as you call them, uh, some recommendations for KG and I? Food spots? That's right. That's right. In, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, well, you can't go wrong. At the, you go to the Spearmint Rhino. That's the, oh, the strip bar. They got a buffet or and something? They, they got an all-night diner nice. in the back, so you can get your breakfast there about, you know. Three, four, or five in the morning. Gosh, how much money have you spent by the time you're ordering breakfast there? <laughs> I think that's the least of your worries. Well, you spend a few bucks, you know. It just depends on how much you know, how much you want to entertain yourself. Yeah. Uh, a few bucks being uh, a few thousand bucks. I mean, you could. I I don't typically spend that much, but uh, uh, the, the other good places to eat is Vegas. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, my personal favorite is a. Uh, you know that show called Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on yeah. the Food oh, Network? Yeah. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri, yeah. Guy Fieri has a place there on the Strip. That's uh, that's my personal favorite. All right. Have, have, you, ever, have you ever heard of it? No, I, I have not. I've no. never been, so no, no. And we're staying downtown. We're at Circa Sportsbook, baby. Biff, and, have you ever uh, had Golden Steer, the steakhouse out there in Old Vegas? No, I heard about it, but I've never been there. That's a good one. I'm going to try to take Jackson there. Ooh, Doug, a little dinner date. God. Uh, if you're in the, where up. did we go, Ubi, uh, Iggy, Iggy, with that, with that chick that ripped me off, uh, Nobu? Yeah, we've been uh, there. But Nobu the, was, that was like the upscale sushi place, right? Yeah, the steakhouse we went to is Craft Steakhouse at Randall. Chicken wings and fries, we don't go on dates. Yeah. Nobu, Nobu, Nobu. Thanks, Yeah, no, Nobu, if you, if you want upscale sushi, and then, uh, you have a guy, Guy Fieri's, uh, place on the strip it's it's guy fieri's uh something or other uh, flavor town what's that it's nothing called, is it called flavor town because i'm not eating there if it's called flavor town no, no it's, it's just like guy fieri's comfort food i think okay and the the, the cool the best fries ever because when you order your fries you get like six different types of fries oh, in the same basket it's a smorgasbord Hey, Biff, you got a list or something? Otherwise, uh, probably shut it down. I'll give you a bet this week, Biff, if you want to head over to uh, Casino Queen before tomorrow. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is plus 2,200 to win the Live Golf Tournament this week. Biff? Okay, so what's the bet? <laughs> well, you throw down 100, and if he wins, you make 2,200 bucks. What if he doesn't win? Well, then you lose, but I think he's got a good chance of winning in Chicago this week. Okay. Huh, what's his name? Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a power play. Okay. <laughs> well, All right, I'd, Biff. I'd, I'd highly recommend you boys go to uh, Spearmint Rhino and check it out, though. All right. <laughs> Maybe Gentle's still working. I think Biff knows what he's doing. Why does he just cut, he just cut the... Oh, you cut, cut him? Eventually, like, you know, he just... It yeah. was good. We would have gotten like, a list of, like, top 50 cereals yeah. or something. But you let Steve and Wild went on for 30 minutes. Like well, I love Biff. I just up. thought it he's was... one of our best callers. Oh, I'm not. I'm not critical of Biff at all. 
Guys, Call my critical with Steve. Guys, can I say what we've all been thinking? Ladue High School should be renamed Olivet Horton Watkins High School. Let's be honest. If you live in Ladue and you're sending your kids there, you are a failure. Kids in Ladue only attend Country Day and that little brother, John Burroughs. Oh. That's from the self-made stay-at-home Ladue yeah. mom. Not disagree, but... Well... Plenty of kids do go to Country Day and uh, John Burroughs. John Burroughs might be the best damn school in the city. What makes it better than MICDS? I have... I I don't know. I don't know. Still got to wear uniforms there? Nah. I don't think so. I don't think it either. They eat family style, though, at John Burroughs. What I, do you mean I, by that? Like, they all, they like, eight people sit at a table, and they, like, it's past dishes. Really? That's that's what I was told by And they trust each friends. other? They trust a bunch of teenagers to do that? That's, listen, that's what I was told. I don't know. Oh, but you wanted to go there, but couldn't. No, nope. Public school for me, baby. We'll do high school is a great education. You don't have to pay for it. So yeah, I had a chance to go to SLU. How could you have gone to SLU? Well, I, my mom and dad gave me the option. They said, you either go, we can send you to SLU, or you can go to Brentwood. That's for straight A students, SLU. Well, I had good, I had good grades. In I don't grade know. School. You were a straight A student. A's and B's in grade school. I mean, it's well, kinda, the B's kinda, don't cut it at SLU. Kinda, That's almost all straight A students. It's kind of tough to not get an A or a B in grade school. Um, but I said. I, I'll go to Brentwood. I've had eight years of nuns and priests. I said in religion, I just I want to go someplace that doesn't have that. So I went to Brentwood. All right, all right. Not that I'm not Catholic or religious. I just I didn't want to. I'd had enough of going to going to mass once a week and then have to go on Sunday and then have to go on Wednesday morning at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, I just I'd had enough. You had it. So I went to Brentwood. We had no nuns or priests. Because academically, you were up for and that. And we had teachers who didn't know how to spell either, so. That's nice. It's good. <laughs> it was... My son said SLU is considerably harder than Mizzou. Yeah. Oh, I mean, sometimes at Mizzou, you, I mean, I loved my time there, but some of the classes were not as difficult as you might think. No. On my first day at Brentwood, we were in math class, and I said, Wait, I learned this in fourth grade. This is, this is what we're going to learn? Sometimes it's good to reiterate. Jackson, please. Clayton High School puts Ladue Horton Watkins to shame. Always has, always oh. will. Go Hounds. Here's a little fun fact for you, Doug. Ladue Clayton rivals. Yeah. Never lost one time to Clayton in my time there. You didn't. Not in one sport. Maybe we, like, lost in golf, but that's a quasi-individual sport. I saw a story the other day about the, uh, the test scores in the public schools in St. Louis areas have fallen drastically in the last couple well, of years. Well, hasn't it? I mean, it, by, almost by 50% in some schools. Everywhere is uh, seeing a huge decline. Yeah. I remember in Canton when I was in my last year of college. So I was probably four years, I guess, five years removed from high school at the time. And, like, it got so bad to where they took all off-campus lunch and anything away from freshmen and sophomore, and the juniors and seniors needed, like, a 3.5 GPA. Because, yeah. like, it, it, nobody, I think it was... 60 or 70% of the freshman class failed math because they have those standardized tests. It's right, like, oh, can't do man. It. You think it's because teachers are so underpaid yes. that they don't want to teach anymore, so they're no. getting people that really aren't that qualified to yes. teach? Yes. No. Yeah, it, it, I don't think I'm going it. with KGU as a teacher. That it has to be 1 million percent. Education but, has chased a lot of the good people out, and they're scraping the bottom of the barrel a little bit. Not everywhere, but some places. put a lot of it on the students, too. COVID had something to do with it. A lot of them were learning from home. But there's there's some teaching jobs where I live, people making 85, 90 grand a year. Yeah, if you've been in it for a while and you've got an advanced degree, you can make some. And I made a good little chunk when I was I was in uh, the Ladue Horton Watkins district, and that's right. They were one of the higher paying districts, but it's tough. I don't blame people for getting out. What's yeah. the pension? Right, that's phenomenal. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the state of Missouri great. has phenomenal so if you, teacher. If you can pension. power through some of the hard times, and I know for all the teachers, my both my father, my brother, my sister-in-law, all educators, and you know they'll tell you firsthand that the grind can be very real. But you make it through all of that, and you can retire and have a lot of oh, a yeah. really yeah. good source of income and for the rest of your life. My math may be a little bit off, but they've got the rule of eighty. So when your years of service and your age add up to eighty. I believe you collect 80% of the average of your three highest years. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just... So, so I could have yeah. retired at 51 if I would have stuck it out. Right, and then get another job and double your income. Yeah. They say the pension plan in Illinois is, is what's going to bankrupt the state because there's, they did a story on it. There's pages and pages full 
of people that they owe, mostly from the state colleges, that they owe millions of dollars to and more. Like former University of Illinois athletic directors are due $17 million, and this professor and this one has got $4 million coming. It's just outrageous the money that these people have got coming to them as a pension. Yeah. Completely absurd. Yeah, we got in the wrong profession. Uh, guys, go to the MIT of the Midwest, Missouri S&T. It's a hard school, but you won't have to be on the radio like Iggy for a living, and you'll make twice as much when you graduate. That's from the South City Hoosier yeah. aficionado. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm a... I would say I'm pretty basic. So public school, you know, didn't wouldn't say I loved education, but I enjoyed college and I did just fine at it. But does high school in the end really matter? Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, like education I, I, I matters. Mean, sure. I mean, you're great. You don't want to tank. But I, I'm talking, does it matter if you go to Limburg as opposed to MICDS? Oh, no, they'll put you in advanced classes if you go to a, a yeah. good public school. The, Not all of them, but some I'm, of them. I'm sure there's advantages. You right. get networking as well. I, under, I understand, but like... Student-to-teacher ratios. The kid like, across really, the street from me went to Limburg and got straight to Harvard. Right. So I, you can do it in advanced classes. I just think it's all about networking in college and where you go at the university level as opposed to... I think people here make it a big deal because it is not only keeping up with the Joneses, but it also is... You know, I, I, I guess you, you get an upper hand if you go to... You're talking about what you learn or the connections you make? I think both. The connections are probably every bit as important as what you learn. I would say if, if you go to so MICDS high school, right? or, or one of the fancy private schools, I sure, you make some great connections. I just know a lot of public school people that have had a lot of great success, so I didn't know exactly yeah, if mean, that factored into any... that's most people. Right. That's the majority of them go to public school. Yeah. St. Louis, I feel... I don't, you know, I've only lived in St. Louis, basically, but... Um, from what I've heard, St. Louis has a much more robust private school community than other major oh, yeah. metropolitan areas. And like Peoria had two, uh, Peoria and Notre Dame. But there, I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't super expensive. It, it, it wasn't the 40, 50 grand. It was certainly more prestigious. Yeah. But man, those athletic programs whooped our ass. Oh, did they? Well, they just have more money. And, you know, usually the really successful athletic people, families typically go there. Yeah. But yeah. That well, was, if you uh, went to school like in Ladue, you never really leave that bubble. You live your whole life within like a mile, two mile radius, because that's where the other money people are. You don't want anything to do with the great unwashed. Huh? This is the Ladue experience. I've, I've said I was at uh, I was at uh, it was it was uh, Skanksgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We were having a little pregame. There's probably 16 people there. Where was this? All from Ladue High School. Yeah. And I was the only one who still lived in St. Louis. Really? Yeah. They bail out. I was the only one who still lived. It's not uncommon for kids to get a job out of college somewhere else and then come, and then back. come back seven, eight, ten years later. That's kind of the that's kind of the life it's cycle. Mold. Yep. Yeah. Go to a right. big state school, move to Chicago or Boston mm-hmm. or New York or Nashville, and then come back. What I noticed, because I hung out with a lot of people from Clayton High School, like my senior year, I was friends with a lot of people from Clayton High School, and I noticed the difference is... If you were 16, if you were a junior or a senior, depending on your age, if you were 16, everybody had a car. Everybody's driving to Clayton High School. You go to Brentwood, there's, like, no cars in a parking lot unless they're teachers or really? they work Brentwood there. Brentwood kids didn't get cars? Oh. I mean, some of them did. I mean, did I was, you? No. Where was your car? I didn't have a car when I was 16. Every once in a while, my sister would let me take her Mustang to Ooh. work. If she didn't have to go to work that day, she'd let me take the car to school, and I thought I was cool with a mustang convertible well back then you could buy a used car for a couple hundred dollars but i didn't have a car but everybody it seemed like every kid that was 16 at clayton had a car oh i'm sure the ritzy area just wealthy to put it in perspective the kc metro area has like four to five private high schools st louis has close to 20 it's from the 636 yeah. I, i'd take the overall and 20. rockers there in kansas city is like two thousand. yeah it's like a like a school. school in texas almost yeah, yeah that's, that's where they win every year in sports yeah it helps they're also, like, in the biggest, uh, what do they call it, Doug, division now? 5A. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think in some football they might have six. Yeah. Uh, that woman's golfer, Lee Six, and she only uses it for scoring purposes because there are other Lees. That's from Big Pick Energy. What was that? There are other players yeah. named Lee. So, so she, she uses it number on for her. scoring purposes because there are other people named Lee. 
All right, I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just, uh, this is big pick energy. I mean, you can they, keep they bring have it up with different first names. I'm sure they all don't have the first same first and last name. There are so many people from South Korea named Lee or Park. You wonder how they keep it all straight. Right, but we have a lot of Smiths and... But but this seems like it's 50% of the people from Korea are named Young or Park or Lee. I would assume that's the English translation of their last name and that they're... Well, how is he going to pronounce Lee? Well, I'm saying like it might be completely different. Like there's a lot of that's a lot of situations from people from other countries, other lands. I don't that's, think that's it. If you look at uh, Lee and look at her first name, there's not another Lee on tour with her first name. So you'd be able to well, differentiate first between names, the yeah, two. Yeah, but I'm talking about last names. But I'm talking about this guy said the reason she has six is because there's a lot of Lees on there. You guys had this six-name discussion about a year ago. I don't know the Oh, I'm sorry. I, I truly forgot, don't remember. I forgot re mentioning that a year ago. How confusing would it be if, like, uh, somebody couldn't reveal the first name of the person they're talking about, but you could talk to Mr. Lee. Yeah. I mean, how many of them are named Lee? I mean, we have a lot of Johnsons and Smiths, but we got a, a million and a half other last names, too. Doug, watch this. Woo, woo, woo. Kenny Woo. Woo, woo, woo. Kenny Woo. In fact, you hear almost a different last name every day if you run across enough people. You'll hear a last name that you haven't heard almost every day. That's true. KJ Notown sending in text. Uh, uh, so talking about the, the golfer Lee with the six in her name. Uses a six at the end of her last name as she is the sixth player uh, with her name in KLPGA history. Her fan club is in Korea is called Lucky Six. Oh. Hobbies include shopping. All right. Well, her name is, she got a six in her name. But that's why. She's identifying herself. Why? Because she's a six Lee on tour? Yes. She's the six Jiang Hyun Lee. Yeah. No, I think it's trying no. to differentiate. Same exact yeah. same name. It's like Johnny Johnson. There's you no got to number him after a while. There's so no Jiang Ji Lee. Other than her playing on the tour right I, now. In the history. Well, in, talking in the history. Yes, in the history. Why are you going to get confused? The guy said because their names are confusing. There's six Lees. Well, that's not why. Not just Lee, but the same first name, too. That's also has provided her with some right marketing. Now? That's not playing now, right now. but have in Well, history. then she's not going to be confused with another Lee. Well, what if there's a bunch of baseball players came out and they all happen to be named Babe Ruth? <laughs> You'd want to number them at some point. Which one are you? Six. I, just, I just found it out that there was a six next to her name. Well, it doesn't seem odd now that we've had it explained to us. Well, there's a few Lewises on tour. I don't see Stacy Lewis being Stacy Lewis four. But is there? Are there other Stacy Lewises though? There's no Zhang Ji Lees on yes, there either. Yes, they just explained there was. They don't play anymore. Other, but they did. But they don't now. But they did. Oh God! You're not going to win this argument, Doug. I don't think so. It's not really that big of a deal. I just. Well, it it's been explained to us, so it should be easy to follow now. Here's what we're gonna do. What's a girl six? What? You ever heard the Nine. term girl six? No. I think it's like a secretary or something. A girl six? I think that's a title. Not girl Friday, there's a girl six. Well, let's look that up. I'm looking it up now. Okay. Well, I was going to throw a break, but I wouldn't know. No, I, kinda, no, I want to hear this the payoff. This is more important. I want to hear the payoff because I don't know what in God's name. I mean, there's a movie, about. Girl Six. Girl six. And that's the only thing that's See, they need a movie, so there must be something real about it. You just like that was a you threw something out and then if something if that search yielded anything you were gonna be vindicated. Yeah, that's right. All right, I'm throwing a break. I can't do this. I can't do it. <laughs> this has been the Mungan Ass Seven O'clock Hour. We'll come back. There's so many more hot topics. Recipes are plenty. Right. Uh, who knows what we'll have on the other side of the break? This is gonna close out the Mungan Ass Seven O'clock Hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.